0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1976 How to Be Grateful in Hard Times. Embrace These Five Habits, Part Two by Sabrina of thebuddingoptimist.com. And I'm Justin Mollock. Happy Sunday and happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Happy Mother's Day to my mom who listens every day. I love you, mom. And welcome back or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is where I read to you like a big ongoing audiobook from many different authors but today being a continuation from yesterday, so I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. But if you're all caught up, let's get right to part two and continue optimizing your life. How to be grateful in hard times. Embrace These Five Habits, part two, by Sabrina of thebuddingoptimist.com. Number two, learn to reframe bad situations. Research shows that the practice of reframing has an intricate relationship with gratitude and mental health. But what exactly is reframing? Think back to the last time you played with a camera. I bet you looked through its lens at an object from different angles, trying to find the most pleasing perspective. Reframing is much like playing with a camera, except you look at a situation from different angles using your mind's lens, trying to find the most pleasing perspective, one that'll help you feel at peace with what happened instead of angry or sad. For example, if you didn't get the job you really wanted, instead of looking at the situation as an utter disappointment or total failure, you can reframe the situation to look at it as an opportunity to brush up on your current skills or expand your knowledge. It could also be a chance to reassess your goals and your priorities. The key is to not accept the first impression, probably a negative one, you have about something bad that has happened to you as the only interpretation of the situation always ask yourself, what's another way of looking at what happened? I admit it wasn't easy trying to reframe the predicament I found myself in with my illness. Let's face it, cancer sucks, really sucks. But with patience, reflection, and practice, I did eventually find another perspective, and indeed, a more positive one. Having cancer taught me valuable life lessons that would have taken me probably another few decades to learn. It also made me realize my own strength Empowered me to believe in the power of hope and opened my eyes to what really matters in life. Had I not had cancer at the height of my youth, I wouldn't be as comfortable with myself as I am today. I wouldn't feel this deep sense of peace in my heart knowing the fact that no matter what I encounter in the future, I already have what it takes to face it. Now it's your turn to try reframing. Think of a bad experience you had lately. What's another, more positive way of looking at it? Number three, adjust your expectations. If you don't feel very grateful for what you have in life, your expectations may be to blame. Turns out great expectations are not so great. I used to have all these expectations about what should happen in my life and what people should do for me. I didn't feel particularly thankful when my expectations were met. After all, they should have been, right? And if my expectations weren't met, I'd feel disappointed, sometimes even angry. I'd feel like I didn't get what I deserved and it was unfair. For example, I had the expectation that my mother should take care of me during my illness. I'd be upset whenever she couldn't stay by my side during tough procedures because she had to work. I had the expectation that my boyfriend should come to visit me as often as he could while I was sick. I'd feel resentful whenever he chose to do something else other than keeping me company. And I had the expectation that my body should be able to recover as fast as other patients my age. I'd feel incredibly frustrated whenever test results showed that my progress was slow. This mindset made me quite unhappy at times, and not to mention caused tension in my relationships too. But once I learned to adjust my expectations to stop filling my world with shoulds, I started to gain more gratitude. I began to feel grateful for all the things my mother, a single working mother, did for me my whole life, especially during my illness. I began to feel grateful for the time my boyfriend could spend with me while I was sick. I viewed every minute we could be together as a bonus, rather than a given. And I began to feel grateful for my body, even though it wasn't healing as fast as I wanted it to. I was alive and that was enough. So adjust your expectations and you will feel happier and more grateful. Number four, celebrate the little things. When you're able to celebrate the little things in life, your heart will blossom with gratitude. Even in the darkest storms of your life, you'll be able to see rays of sunlight breaking through the clouds but I didn't always know how to appreciate the little things in life. It wasn't until after I got my cancer diagnosis when I started to see how seemingly trivial things like a nice shower, a good joke, and a great song on the radio can all make my heart rejoice, if I choose to let them. These little things kept my world from turning completely gray in a time when the colors of my life were fading. Suddenly, my days weren't just a dull loop of treatments and waiting for test results anymore. They became full of many, little things for me to celebrate and to anticipate. Day after day, I looked forward to the little things in life and in return, they replenished my worn out spirit with gratitude. So if something brings you joy, no matter how small the joy is, savor it, appreciate it, and save it in your mind so you can look forward to it next time. Celebrate the little things in life as if they were the big things and you'll be rewarded with gratitude and happiness. And number five, surround yourself with grateful people. There's a saying in Chinese, quote, red ink stains one red, black ink stains one black, End quote. It uses clever imagery to convey this important fact of life. The people who are close to us have the power to influence our thinking, attitude, and behaviors. One takes on the color of one's company. So if you wanna feel more grateful, surround yourself with grateful people. Spend time with them, talk to them, and learn from them. Bask in their warm, positive aura, and you'll become more positive too. You just listened to part two of the post titled, How to Be Grateful in Hard Times, Embrace These Five Habits, by Sabrina of thebuddingoptimist.com. One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money. And this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, GoHenry by Acorns, the smart debit card and learning app for kids six to 18. GoHenry helps kids learn about all things money, earning, spending, saving, budgeting, and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the GoHenry app. And with their GoHenry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus parents can set spend limits and get real-time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with GoHenry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success and get started today at gohenry.com slash old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month unless well, canceled. And thank you again to Sabrina. She's a two-time leukemia survivor, the recipient of a bone marrow transplant, and living with a rare progressive and irreversible lung condition, yet still an optimist. She's also a foodie, a traveler, a health enthusiast, and an aspiring writer. Her goal is to live a healthy life filled with an abundance of joy and optimism, and she wants to share that journey with you. So come by thebuddingoptimist.com to show her support. You can find that link in this episode's description. And thank you again to Sabrina for letting me share her work. And with that, have a great rest of your day and weekend. Have a happy Mother's Day. I'll be back tomorrow for Minimalist Monday. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.